welcome and thank you for joining us. We are live at the Michael Rose Experience today. And for the first time ever on this show, I have back what I've promised you all. <laughs> I done made promises at least 42 times on this day I'm showing. I don't even think we have 42 episodes. <laughs> But I have made several promises that have not been kept. But for the first time, I have a return guest the day they were supposed to be returning. Hey. Welcome back. I am glad to be back. You never left. Never left. So we're back. Um, back mainly because I didn't have anything else to do. And the other part is because you said something in the last episode that really just got my wheels spinning. And I just, you know, I really want to know where you stand. And I have a lot of questions to ask. Absolutely. Now, because I have taken a break and I've had time to think. Okay. And when I have time to think, I have questions that follow. Let's go. Let's and get you into it. said I that said, you don't believe in monogamy. Absolutely not. So why did you get a divorce? Were you cheating on your wife, ex-wife? I mean, did I cheat during the marriage? Hell yeah, I did. <sighs> Now, now, and you know, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not Your gonna give credibility no, not, is going down. No, with no, the you know, see, okay, no, no, I was honest. And I'm you not came play, home and said, "Hey, I cheated on you, and now I want a divorce." She cheated don't tell first. me that you're that person. She cheated first. Oh, she cheated first. I didn't want to put her out there like that. I was gonna let everybody make. We me don't the know bad who guy. she is. Yeah, I say her name. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I not. mean, hey, in this <laughs> I, place, you can do whatever you want to do. Say whatever not, you want to say. If you want to put her on blast, nobody's listening. She anyway, no press. So it doesn't no matter. press. No. <laughs> no so, one is listening to no, this. No, so she she cheated first. And I was so... Because um, when I was growing up, my father was not in the household. So I knew right. at a young age, I want to be married. I want to have a family. So when I finally got that, and then to have her do what she did, that broke me. Now, did I go out and cheat right away? No, it took me like three years. It took me like three years. And I finally cheated. So she cheated in the beginning. She cheated four months into our marriage. How did you find out? You ready for this? No. Okay, go ahead. So, lay it on me. So we was having problems in the relationship. <laughs> We're having problems in the relationship. She told me something through text message. I leave work. I come home. Her dad is sitting there on the couch. So I'm like, all right, you know, what's going on? Like, hey, I know we've been having problems. I'm sorry, sir. You know, apologizing to him and shit. And then she breaks it to me, what she's been doing. And I'm like, man, I've been out here feeling bad this whole time about shit not going right in our relationship, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and you've been out here doing this silly-ass shit. And that's that's how I found out. So then from right there, I was broken down for a while. Mm-hmm. I think I had a, a week's worth, two weeks vacation time. I used a week laying in my bed because I was like, damn, like, this was the girl. This, I, I love you. You know, I, I've made a commitment to be with you for the rest of my life, and this is what you go out and do. And then from there, it just went downhill. So it changed my outlook on everything. You know, some other incidents happened outside of my relationship that just changed. Incidents happen that, you know, they change you as a person. You know? What are the incidents? You can't say things like that in my inquisitive mind. Oh, I'm talking about like... incidents not, not only in the relationship, but just as far as, like, business, getting screwed in business aspects and things like oh, that. Oh, you can't trust no motherfucking body. Oh, no. Do business by yourself, baby. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. it, was one of, it was one of those things that happened like that. And it was that's why I went out and I, I was I did have some infidelity within the marriage, if you would like to call it that for the the period that it continued on. If you would like to call it a marriage, you're saying? Yeah, I think um like we're talking about the background <laughs> of a relationship is trust. Mm-hmm. And when that trust is gone, and when it's shattered like that, as far as as far as that goes, how you how do you get that back? How do you build back from that? 
you make the conscious decision to build back from that it's, and, it's, and let it go and decide you decide to move forward. Absolutely. It's, it's that simple yet that difficult. It's yes. <laughs> that's exactly easy to say, hard to do. I don't want to talk into the mic. They need to turn up the motherfucking volume. Uh listen here. You're the star of the show, and no one can hear you. I'm trying to help you. They out. hear me loud as I am. Why did you take the light off of you? Continue. What is that all about? Continue. What is that about, Bosley? What's going on? <laughs> but that. So, how long were you guys together before you actually got married? I feel like I'm really an interviewer. Before we right actually now. got married. God damn. I think about a year and a half, I want to say. So you just fucking up all around because last episode, last week, you said it's supposed to be two years before you can even call yourself in a commitment, I believe you said, and then four before it's for real, like before I, you have made the decision. So you didn't just random at this bitch founder, and in a year you put a ring on it, and now you mad in a year and four months. I learned. I learned. And I used the excuse. When you know, you know. Is that and then, what it was? And it was one of you those things. And then it was also the same thing. I had met her when I was 16. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you know, we, we've been friends. I've known her for, I don't even remember what year it was. I've known her for six or seven years. But that was bullshit because it was just an acquaintanceship. We never hung out. We never talked outside of that six years besides a couple of messages on Facebook. Then all of a sudden, I'm in a relationship. Next thing you know, I'm married. And then next thing you know, I'm divorced with a, with a child now. So we have a four-year-old. So that's how I went. And then that's what changed my outlook on relationships and things like that. That single relationship. That marriage. Marriage it relationship. Was, I, because it was taking it was taken way more seriously. This was it. This is the person I'm doing my life with. This is the person you're the person I choose. That's it. And then you do that. I'm like, oh shit, fuck him. Fuck them all. Fuck all the marriage. Why? I, I already did one. You didn't marry everybody, you married that hoe. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> that was really rude of me. I'm sorry. No, I don't even no. Know this I, young lady. Hey, man. <laughs> Look, this is what we're here for. Content, no. baby. <laughs> now, while Fair you are right about that, it just gave me a, an outlook on relationships differently, especially marriage. So you just what? What is your view on marriage now? You don't so. Well, yeah. What is your view on marriage now? Do you believe in it still? No. Why? Because what is marriage? It's just a contract. Are we gonna file our taxes together? Okay, cool. That's 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 just what the fuck it is. It's some it's a government contract between me and you, and then now now the government's all up in our shit. I figure, hey, we want to be together. We're gonna be together. When you want to leave, you want to leave. You ain't gotta sign no fucking papers, and we ain't gotta go pay nobody no money for no shit. So you do? Do you believe in commitment? Yeah. I believe in commitment. But you don't believe in monogamy. Because you said that last week. We have it on film. We you can commit it. to someone. Can you, can, you can choose to be monogamous, but I don't believe it's the right thing for, for some people. Let me say that. It Am sounds I? to me like what you're saying is that you believe in emotionally committing to somebody, but not physically. You can do that. I mean, absolutely. I, I believe in that, absolutely. too. Say that again, please, because I was so busy focused on the fact that you are so mysterious over here, and I can't <laughs> see you because you're taking the light off of yourself. I didn't even pay attention to what you said, but it sounded really good. So could you repeat that? I, it sounds to me like what you're saying, because monogamy means you're with one person only. Right. Right. But it sounds to me like you can commit yourself emotionally to somebody, mm-hmm. 
but not physically. That's correct. Because because I, I, I've done that before. I've mm-hmm. done it to where I've been physically with other people, but have never let my, never been like, oh, I like this person. I've never been emotionally attached to any of them. I can, I can go off of that. When, um, when the infidelity happened in my marriage, any type of emotional connection that I, that I had with her, any, the intimacy, there was no more intimacy. So I would take the displaced intimacy and I would speak to other women, the good mornings, the hellos, the, the things like that. And would still be physical with her, but it wasn't the same. So you can't have those detached emotions like that and have those separate relationships. It's crazy because what men will do, especially us, because mm-hmm. we're very similar, mm-hmm. that when we're not... You guys discovered that already? Yeah, already. Wow. Already, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that whenever we aren't getting something in mm-hmm. our relationship, instead of ending the relationship... Mm-hmm. Or finding better, what we do is we find these supplements. You shut down. No, wrong. Actually, we don't shut down. We don't shut down. We actually, instead of ending the relationship, like I said, or move, moving on and finding something that we love, we start putting these supplemental pieces into the relationship so our current relationship will work. Right. So we start finding someone that, we start finding a woman that will say good morning to us because our girl will not. Mm-hmm. We start finding a woman that will do this because the current situation will not. Because overall, our current situation isn't horrible. You know, I love the person. You know, we love that person. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to necessarily end it, but we're going to find these little extra puzzle pieces that are missing from our puzzle and we're going to add it in. That way our relationship is better. What in the entire fuck kind of sense do you think any of that shit just oh, I didn't made? say it made sense, but that's what we do. It's completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's not, right. It's, it's, exactly it's 150,000 percent wrong because you, within your heart of hearts, know that this person has now violated you. And I'm not saying that I haven't done this too. But the fact of the matter is that it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's and absolutely. you have been violated by this person. And instead of dealing with the violation head on and actually being upfront and being clear at the fact that you are now damaged from this violation, you choose to shut down. I don't care what you say. You're shutting down within that relationship and you're going outside to open business back up, basically while still functioning with this bullshit, even though you know it's bullshit, that's toxic, first of all. That is a toxic relationship. Absolutely toxic. Yeah, we agree. So, why do we do that? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's hard to let let stuff go like that. It is very hard. It's it's easy. It's kind of like, I want to, do you think it's a bit of, I want to get you like you got me? Ooh, you know what? Oh, goddamn. Mm. I mean, I it's it it's kind of. I think it's human nature a little bit of it. Of that it revenge is. factor. Mm-hmm. I want you mm-hmm. to, to feel what I felt. Feel what I felt. Mm-hmm. But I still, in my human ways, still have so much love for you, and still want to be with and you. And I still want to be with you, but I can't get this out of my mind. But nope. I think the problem is that we just refuse to talk about it. Like we, you got to talk about it. You got to deal with that. And if that means that talk about it and then you guys got to separate for a while, then that's really in a perfect world what it should be because it's not fair to either one of you for you to be in that relationship now trying to repay that. True. That pain, that that hurt right back. At the end, you're not doing it but wasting your own time trying to hurt that person. It turns you into an evil person It turns you into a very evil person. You're bitter, you're mad, you're angry. That's true. It it happens like that. It does. And you know what's crazy is, is... well, you did say something that wasn't quite aligned with the way that I've done things. 
Michael, was whenever you say that instead of facing what it was, like instead of telling that person, but I've I've told that person. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing is like oh you just I, real nasty and evil. No 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 no. I'm saying that I will give that person that I'm with a chance to fix. If I'm not happy with something, I'm a, I'm gonna tell because okay. I'm I'm a yes. communicator, and I'm gonna say, listen, I need you to do this because I really need this in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some things I can bypass because it's not everybody. Like I'm not gonna be like, all right, girl, you're gonna have to bend it over for me right now. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like actual needs. Yes. You know, emotional, maybe intimate intimacy, not mm-hmm. just fucking. Right. I'm talking about like intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, that that kind of thing. And I'll I'll say something. I'll say, listen, this isn't really working for me. We need to come up with a compromise. We need to come up with a sacrifice or a give and take on this because I need this. And I'll give tons of chances until I'm done giving chances. And then that's when I find that supplement to fill that void. And honestly, it's gone both ways. I've done it in the past. It's gone both ways where it helped my relationship and it, every, I was happier because I to was To give getting, chances. Huh? To, it helped you to give those chances to communicate? No, no, no. I'm saying? talking about it helped me to supplement from someone else. How but so? Th- because then that was that puzzle, that, that was that void that was filled and I was able to be happy 90% or 80% or 75% with the main and then I had the supplemental 10%, 15%. But there have been instances where that actually made me worse, where that that supplement that I added in was like, damn, so this is what I could have, yeah. you know? And yeah. then you're like, and then you're even more mad at the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. So it can, I mean, it's not, it's absolutely toxic, 100% toxic, 99.99999% toxic, right? But I still have done it. <laughs> And Stand up. We all have. I mean, that's just what it what yeah. what happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it. I'm no saint. But I too have been in the position where I communicated, this is not working for mm-hmm. me. And if you continue to do this, then I'm not gonna be able to stay around for this shit and just continue to take me to this place. Yeah. I mean, continue to allow you to take me to this place. Uh, because for one, I'm not gonna allow you to have control over me mm-hmm. and the things that you do piss me off and so I don't want to be around that we need to figure out how to work around that we got to figure out some communication and it just didn't work right like it just didn't and to this day if I could change that one thing then I'd be great and we could live our lives happily ever after but it got to a point where yes I was like okay you know what she don't want to grow your ass up you don't want to learn how to do X, Y, and Z that I requested that you do, then I'm going to just start fucking with you. Yeah. And so every chance I got, boom, 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 throwing shit. When I say throwing shit, I mean like, you know, obstacle courses after right. obstacle courses that you're never going to ever get through because I'm the mastermind of them all. Right. And I don't have nothing to do but work up schemes to make you try to get through that you ain't going to never get through because I'm making them up as I go along. And every time you make a step, I'm making a new one. So. I knew what the fuck I was doing. Yes, it was toxic. It was terrible. I feel bad about it now. Um, I'm not saying I won't do it again. If given the opportunity, it was kind of fun. Uh, is, this, is it wrong? Is that wrong? Nope. 
But now I, I do have a question though <laughs> for everyone that is out there on the other end of this. Why in the hell? Now I'm not saying every situation is like this because there are some dudes that just do it because they don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though they are getting everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's I don't think that's okay. I mean I don't think anything that we're talking about is really okay. No, it's not. I mean it's not. But why does it take that other person so long to realize that what I tell you I need is something that I actually need? Why does it take so long until the until you get to the point where it's so separated and so broken and you're I mean, you see those memes all the time where they're opposite sides of the bed sleeping, you're doing this or the living room, you know, you're sleeping on the couch, she's sleeping in the bed. It's like, why does it take up to that point to realize that what I'm projecting towards you, what I'm telling you my feelings are, you're not taking it seriously? Pride. But why is that pride? I think it's pride because for me, speaking as the person who has been on that side of doing some fucked up ass shit and getting called on my shit. Um, I, I don't like to be corrected. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be told that I'm wrong, number one. Um, and then if it's somebody that I really, truly, genuinely care about, now that you tell me that I've made you feel some kind of ill way, now I feel extremely fucked up. And it makes me feel like double whammied, if you will, because... Maybe I didn't intentionally do some fucked up ass shit, but I know I have some fucked up ass ways. And then when you pull my coattail, it's like, well, damn, I wasn't really trying to make you feel like that. And now it's like, I don't want to necessarily own up to it because I don't like being called on my shit. Okay. And then I don't want to, I don't know. It just, pride. Pride. Pride is a motherfucker. I don't know. I'm the type, if you come to me in the relationship and you tell me I'm not doing something, I'm going to try to correct what I'm not doing and what you feel like I'm not doing and try to overly do it. Same but here. I've also been in the standpoint of a relationship where they tell you that you're not doing something, then you start doing it, and then they get mad when you start doing what you weren't doing. And That not- sounds like an underlying issue. Golly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't want to come out and tell you. As somebody truth. that's never satisfied. Yeah, it's or it's somebody that it's kind of like, Kind of like what they say is, uh, you know, when your partner is all of a sudden super paranoid and real, like, defensive on towards the relationship or aggressively, like, accusing, mm-hmm. that usually means that they're doing that something they're doing wrong. Something. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so I think that in relationships, because communication is a a ability that no one has anymore for some reason, mm-hmm. that I think that they'll just throw something out there that bothers them a little bit. And then when it's fixed, mm-hmm. that's just like a it's like a Band-Aid. You're like, oh, well, you fixed it. That was that easy? Mm-hmm, well, yeah. it has nothing to do with that. It's actually this. That's why, you know, you get a lot of those things where men will be like, yeah, you tell me seven weeks ago about this problem that you had. Why mm-hmm. didn't you tell me then? You yeah. know, it's all of a sudden like, well, six years ago you did this. You know what I mean? And it's like, what the fuck? It's like just community. I'm telling you, if you – I'm a huge proponent of uh, – not going to bed angry. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep. I think it's stupid. I think it's a, it's 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 almost like an excuse or it's 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 a scapegoat to be able to brush shit under the rug. Yes. And I don't believe in that. If you have a problem with me, if you need to take five minutes, cool. But we're yeah. gonna discuss this shit tonight. Yeah. And we're gonna get this stuff figured out because life is too short to be dealing with. If this is because nine times out of ten, it's something so small that can be fixed like that, or at least worked on? You see, I'm kind of that person, but I'm also the person who 
if we're getting into a heated debate, argument, whatever you want to call it, and I feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm about to not give a damn anymore, I'm the one who shuts the fuck down and I'm not saying shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that, I, that it's over with. I don't want to talk about this no more because now I have gotten to a point of no return. And whatever's going to come out of my mouth, it's going to come out and I'm not going to take it back. I'm not going to feel bad about the shit. Whatever I say is where it's going to be. And wherever it ends is what it's going to be. And if I care about you and I care about the relationship that we have, sometimes I really would just prefer to just shut the fuck up and not say shit until I'm ready to talk. And sometimes I might not be ready to talk for two or three days. Yeah. See, I, I'm I'm a little bit of both, but for the most part, I'm the type of person, if you tell me something's not wrong, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it roll. And if I give you the opportunity to tell me something's not wrong or if something is wrong and you don't speak up, I'm going to sleep perfectly fine. But then, then I also have a problem with you asking me if something is wrong and you know good and goddamn well you just did some shit. No, no. If I did some shit, tell me. I'm speaking of, if I did some shit, tell me right then and there. Don't wait two or three days down the line through a text message when Not I say two something or three, else. Don't wait two or None three days. None of us can read minds. I don't yeah, agree with absolutely. that. I don't agree with that. I do agree with letting someone know what the fuck just happened. And if I feel like I can't talk about it, then I can't talk about it. And you have to respect the fact that I cannot talk about absolutely. it Absolutely. Right I do understand that, and I'm really bad at that. I'm horrible at that. That's what ended my last serious relationship was that I, I don't want to fucking talk about it right now. And you don't get to choose when I'm ready to talk about it. So I think that the reason why I'm real bad at it is because in the situations and the relationships that I've been in, they, the first step, I'm sorry, their, their, their first action is to brush everything under the rug and say everything's fine. So, and then weeks later, they're, and then it blows up. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, well, I'm not going to let that happen again because I, I, I'm a very observant person mm-hmm. and I follow patterns mm-hmm. and patterns in relationships, period. So I know when you're lying to me, I know when something's wrong. I know by certain inflections in your voice and I know by certain words you use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I study that. I don't mean to, mm-hmm. but I pick up you on pick, patterns. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. So when I know something's wrong and I know that either I... I think that's just called paying attention. I think it is too, but a lot of people don't. They don't. At all. I think that, anyways, doesn't matter. But, so what I do, I'm like, well, if the first thing that has historically happened is that you brush it under the rug and tell me you don't want to talk about it, and then the next day you don't talk about it, I'm not going to allow that to happen again. You know what I mean? Because if you're just going to wake up in the morning and pretend everything is okay, and it's not, and then six weeks later, you throw it in my face, or two weeks later, or three days later, I'm not going to let that happen. So then I, won't, I don't allow that. To, I, don't let, I don't allow you to go to sleep. I will dump your ass off the mattress. Be like, we're going to talk. You ain't going to sleep. See, but I feel like, for me at least, there's a way to communicate that you've had that experience and you don't want that to happen again. So now we need to discuss some things. What you don't get to do is sit we argue, then we decide we're going to walk away and chill out and be adults. And then 15, 20, even an hour later, so we're not talking. We're not going to talk for the rest of the night. We're just going to sit here in silence. If you want to say something to me, say something to me. But don't be passive aggressive at the fact that you're mad because I'm not talking to you. Say that you're upset because I'm not talking to you, but be an adult about the situation. Don't be nasty and rude about the shit. That's what creates more Agreed. problems. Yeah. yeah. I think anything passive-aggressive can hurt. I think it does nothing but hurt anything. There's, no, there's nothing good that comes out of that. Now, I will tell you this. What I also hate is that <clears throat> some, in, in some relationships that I've been in, 
And the one recently, too, this has happened a lot. Like, if I'm quiet, there, there are some times where I just need to not talk. Right. Period. Nothing's wrong. Sometimes I just get off work and I just want to be quiet. That's mm-hmm. the artist in you. It is. No, you're right. Like, I will sit in my car in silence and just think, reflect. I won't listen to anything and I'll just... I, and, and it's funny because I'll do that with people sometimes when I'm in my car. They're like, are we just going to sit in silence? I'm like, yes. oh, shit, we're in silence? Like, because I have so much going through my head. Because I, I do music all day I long. I didn't hear it. Right? I, I didn't hear the silence. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's, that's so true. Because I'll have songs playing in my head all day long. Mm-hmm. And then when I get in the car, I'm still rocking. I'm still going. I'm To me, my, my whole radio's on. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just like, man, yeah. And they're like. Do you always just drive in yeah. silence? I'm like, oh damn, I forgot that you were here. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but so there there are times, and what I hate about certain people, certain relationships, is that when I'm quiet, you instantly think that I'm being mean to you, mm-hmm. and accuse me of being mean. It's like, why are you being so shitty to me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shoot. What did what? I do? Yeah, what? I'm just quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not being nice. I'm like, but I'm not being shitty. Would you say that those people that you've had those encounters with were not artists? Absolutely. Because I feel like... I think you're... You know, I never thought about it like that until you said that. It's definitely... And and I never, ever thought about it until you just made this. Because we've talked about this before. But it didn't click in my head until you just said it the way you said. I don't know how it clicked, but... It made me think about relationships that I've been in where I've wanted to be, like you said, just... I just... I want... I've been working all fucking day. Okay, I've been listening to people talk. I've been talking all day. I don't want to talk, and I don't want to hear nobody else talk. I just want to sit here and be in my thoughts. I want to clear them out. I want to sort them out because there was some shit that was working in my brain while I was sleeping. We got to compartmentalize those things. I need to go back to that and figure that shit out because it seemed like it was a really great idea, but this bitch that was at work all day was bothering me, and I need to get that out of me. I don't really have time to deal with you, but I think it's like an artist mind thing because like you said our mind is always going it's always coming up with some new shit it's always trying to intertwine some ideas and make some stuff work see now I'm gonna play devil's advocate on that I don't mean to cut you off remember a relationship is a two way street we get home we wanna be quiet we've been talking all damn day we don't wanna say anything else that other person has had a day of their own that they may wanna talk to you about and now we're being selfish in our in our relationship and saying look I don't wanna talk right now I don't wanna hear nothing going on like, I don't think it's being selfish. I really don't, honestly, because if you don't have the mind of an artist, then you will never understand what it's like to not be able to turn your fucking brain off. Right. You just Dude, don't. It is the you just w- don't. I don't sleep when I, like I with me, and I'm very I'm actually very mean to myself. And when I'm in the creative stage, right. like mm-hmm. I won't eat until I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like because I don't believe I deserve it. Mm-hmm. If my brain has not creatively done the entire project whether it be music video whatever it is like if i'm not done mixing a song i will i will starve myself because i don't deserve to eat i don't deserve to eat because my work is not done Mm -hmm. right because what does that food do it makes my mind do something different right and i'm already in the mode of mixing Mm -hmm. i'm already in the mode and if i believe i'm sure you've done this too and what and not saying that you're not an artist because I know you're a writer. No, no, yeah, yeah. You're you're a writer, and that's not. I don't think anyone's thinking saying that. But I think what people don't get is that whenever you are an artist, that your brain never turns off. Mm-mm. You can't because I have so many ideas in my brain that if I don't tell somebody about it, right, I literally will go insane. Understand. And I know you're the same person. I understand. Because what we have to do, and you you and I are very similar in the creative side, except I do music and audio and stuff, and you do people. 
Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like you have to piece things together that mm-hmm. no one else can see. Mm-hmm. And you see things, you know, mentally before you even do them mm-hmm. that people cannot see. That's why you're incredible at what you do. I'm the same way with audio. You know, with with a voice, I can hear where the song is supposed to go that no one else can hear until mm-hmm. I do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally singing on 90% of every single artist's tracks that I do. Mm-hmm. Rap, singing, whatever. I'm somewhere in that because they couldn't hear and replicate what I think should go in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one can tell it's me, but I'm in there. It's because there's a talent that we have that people just don't get. Mm-hmm. That's why it's either you have to be as a creative, as an intensive creative like we are. Emotionally like, invested. Yes, as, as like... If I couldn't create, I would probably die. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. Like, yes. there, there, there are creative people. I'm not sure how you are with this, but, like, if you, if, if, if I didn't hear music or do music, I would die just broken heart. Right. I, yes. I, I, I have to. And mm-hmm. I think that you would be the same way without your design, without mm-hmm. your fashion, without being able to put your ideas onto people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you couldn't do that anymore, I think that you'd be, it wouldn't work. Your life, just mine wouldn't at all. So... If you feel that way, then I think I think there, there are two there are three different kinds of creative people. There's some that are not, there's some that can be able to create, and then there's some in our spectrum that I think that us that middle one I think is those are crafty people. I think so too. And I think that they, they can be great people too. Yes. They can do amazing. But there's a difference stuff. between a crafty person and an artist. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think that artists have to find someone that's in the middle ground. Not zero creative because they'll they'll never they'll understand. Never understand. Right. Never understand. But I think they have to be between the middle and the creative. But what's crazy about us is that I could never be with another singer. Ain't no way. I could understand that. I cannot because I've tried it and I could never do it. I'm just like, man, your voice just pisses me off. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes. No. One hundred percent. Because I, mean. I can't be with a hairstylist because I'm gonna be like, you can't fucking do hair, oh, and it's pissing me off. It's just pissing. no. I get it. it. I've I've come to the to the the realization, realization maybe uh, that I'm gonna have to is whoever I'm with is gonna have to be a creative because they will never understand my drive if they're not a creative. Right. Um. It's just sometimes I see things so vividly it freaks me the fuck out mm-hmm. to see it and then put it together and then it come out and it be exactly what the fuck I saw. Sometimes that shit alone will keep me up for three days, right. three four days about from. The idea, should I be up for weeks at a time? Because if you break it down, I'm up when the shit is twirling in my head. Can't sleep. Can't really function until I make this shit work. Right. Work out a plan on paper, in my head, and then on paper, and then monetarily make a plan. Um, then there's actually putting the shit together. Then mm-hmm. there's producing it. And then once it's produced, I'm finna sit there and look at it and scrutinize it for at least a week. Right. And so there's really no room for you. You just sit over there and you support me (laughs) in my artistry. So true. I mean, it's just like you have to let me go through that process. Sure, I want you to be there throughout it and I'm going to let you know when it's, you know, there's a break and we can do us. Mm -hmm. And there is that. But I just have to be allowed to be creatively free because there's no time or I can't turn it off. Absolutely. I can't. Can't either. I There's can't. No way. It's, when it when it's ready to go, it's ready to go. It's ready to go, and I have to go with it. Yeah, you because can't, I mm. can't tell you when that's gonna come back to right. me. Right, you gotta go. With the it flow. may you never come it. back. Yeah, and I bet you do feel that because I bet with writing, you know, with with your writing, whenever you feel like 
what you so, what, what you and I were talking about before the show. I bet if you had if you put it off for two hours or a day mm-hmm. or half a day, it would mm-hmm. not be as good as it was right there because that's 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 kind of like with you. If you feel something, you've got the drive. Right. You've got the fire inside of you that right, will absolutely. drive you to these the whether it be great or whether it be the shittiest thing you've ever done, mm-hmm. it gets it out of your system. And people don't understand that. That's that's where um, I think that's kind of what you were talking about. Like if there's something pushing me to do something, mm-hmm. it could be the shittiest thing I've ever heard in my life when it's done, but now it's out of my body. Right. It's out of me. I've it's, released it, and now I can I, move oh, on man. to the next exactly. wheel that's turning. I, I totally understand that. When I was writing um, on my blog and I started out writing, if I did not shed a tear to what I wrote or felt it emotionally, I had that 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 cry, that pain get out, and I put it on paper. Mm-hmm. I wasn't satisfied with it. it. Didn't if it doesn't move me, I, it's nothing. Right. I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. Okay. I definitely get that as a creative, and trying and entering more into the creative state. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's why I say I just kind of feel like. What was I saying before we we went on a whole creative people tangent? We were talking about people shutting the the fuck up and me being being quiet. (laughs) Yeah, you know, just kind of, oh, when when you're getting off of work and it's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be bothered with anybody because I can't even necessarily sort out my thoughts right now to even be in an effective conversation that you deserve to be in. You know, it's kind of like I'm trying to help you. Right. Really, I'm not I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be evil. I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm just trying to collect myself. And sometimes it takes me a while to collect myself. Right. It just does. Like I don't know. I know that you are both creatives and you have to go through that, but it's it's really hard for me sometimes because I'm not a people person at all. Uh, so I really don't like people. Okay. I don't. I understand that I have to deal with them because mm-hmm. that's the human thing to do. But then I also understand that I work in a field where I have no choice but to be Work-up around people. people. Right. And that fucks me up every fucking day. Yeah. Every day I wake up and it's like, I love doing, I love doing what I do. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could live my life not doing that. But I still have the same conflict of, God damn it, I got to sit here and listen to this bitch talk to me for at least two hours because she going to be in here for that long. Yeah. See, I'm the type of person, I can wake up in the morning and have a full-blown conversation with you. I, I, I pop up out of bed, I'm talking. I get no, home, I'm I get home from guy. work, no, I'm talking to you. shut the fuck up in the morning. We're not talking. I'm, I'm <laughs> the same kind of no. person. But no, see, I mean, and then I'll get, get to the... position, if I get that opportunity. See, yeah. then I'll get to the point where the person's not responsive, and I'm like, hey, you all right? Like, and then it, but being here, all right, so I understand some people operate on the, on the currency of, look, I just can't talk right now. I'm gathering myself. But it's hard for a person that wants to communicate with you. Like, that could be possibly be my love language. Communication. I like to talk. I like to verbalize. I like to do all of that. Then you don't reciprocate that back to me. And I'm like, damn, what's wrong? Like, what's up? What's going on? Uh, I Just like we talked about before, it's because people are too lazy to understand the other, their partner's love language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are too damn lazy because they're, they're, the, the easy thing, the easy way out in a relationship is to treat you the way that I know how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. That's easy because mm-hmm. I'm used to it. I'm like, I'm going to treat you the exact way that I want to be treated because that 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 requires zero thought. Mm-hmm. But what people do not do is, and what, what, what upsets me more than anything is that you will research the shit out of some hoe on Facebook. Mm. But you won't research. But you the person won't research the person be. that is across from you. Right. Mm-hmm. Every single day that is that is fighting for the life of a relationship. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that we're, you're, everyone's perfect because there it's 50-50. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. It, a relationship, no matter how much you want to spin it, it's 50 fucking 50. 
Mm-hmm. It just has to be, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not saying that I'm great all the time. I'm not saying that she's not great all the time, you know. But if you do not invest as much time as you do in your relationship that you do in the little shit that doesn't matter, yeah, like your Facebooks, your Instagrams, right. your Twitter, then you do not deserve a relationship. And I think that that's a big downfall, especially nowadays. 2019 relationships are trash. They are. They are because of all these levels and shit. They want to be doing all this text and pick up the fucking phone. Not even pick up the phone. Come see me. Talk to me in my motherfucking face. And it's not. That's the kind of person I am. I don't want to sit. I don't want to talk on. I don't like talking on on the phone. Are you fucking kidding me? Man, fuck. There's no such thing as a deep conversation via text. I don't believe in that bullshit. But it's also. Now, I do like text for business purposes because you have a a line of receipts. Right. And you have some things in black and white. Absolutely. And I I can appreciate that for relationships too. I can appreciate that for relationships too because the last one I was in, I would pull a motherfucking text message in a minute. So, wait. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. That's not what the fuck you said here on this day at this time. Um, I like text messages for those reasons, but when it comes to being in an actual relationship and building memories and spending time with people, I like to be in your face. I like to go places. I like to be on dates. Right. I like to spend time with you, even if that date is sitting at the house looking at the motherfucking ceiling turn and we sitting up here listening to, listening to each other breathe. To me, that's intimacy and that's, you know, quality time. Right. Um, but uh, don't text me. I don't like that shit. But, you know, another thing building off of that, don't there's just so either. much more access to so much more out there now. That's why when we were talking about the people that have been together for 40 or 50 years and they've made it work out after being such times, like, I can get on my phone in a matter of two minutes and be talking to somebody across the world that looks totally smoking hot and takes my takes my attention away. That's why I feel like relationships don't, they don't hold as much weight. They don't hold as much value. I think just... That's because there has just been a lack overall in the teaching of morals and values and what relationships actually are. Right. Um, it's just come to a, a really low, an all-time low, and they're not really... Nobody really teaches core values and things like that to these kids no more because they're all on the phone. They pacify themselves with the phone, and then they pacify the kids with the phone. So there's really no... I believe, which my parents taught me, all of this shit starts at home. Mm-hmm. You are shaped and molded from birth by your parents mm-hmm. on what relationships are and what they look like and how they should be handled. And these people are just not handling these relationships very well. They're not handling their relationships between their spouse, or girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever that, and they're not handling the relationships with the children well. They're just not. And those other relationships with parents and aunties and uncles and cousins and friends and all that is just not being handled very well, which is why we have the problems I think we have today and why people running around here saying, oh, I don't believe in monogamy because you didn't ever even have no example of what true monogamy could really have possibly been, right, you know? Right, yeah. Because everybody... That sounds good. Everybody, everybody... My mama has seven brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them either are divorced have never been married or own a second marriage. Right. So I have never seen a successful marriage, really, because the ones that's on their second marriage is getting a divorce every other day, every other year. Right. Or they stay into it and always mad at each other. So it's not really even a healthy relationship. So, yeah, I'm going to be running around here saying, oh, I don't necessarily know if I believe in marriage because none of these motherfuckers around me have proven to me that it's worth it. Right. I feel you on that. But I've also seen the marriage that has been together for 20 or 30 years and they absolutely fucking hate each other. 
Yeah, and I've seen the ones that absolutely love each other, or they say they do. Yeah, but I do believe there's a healthy balance, and you it's it all boils down to like what I like what I said earlier. Whose bullshit are you really gonna truly just deal with? That's because true. I believe what those people who have been married for 50, 60 years say. I, it's sometimes where you hate that motherfucker, mm-hmm. but you have to make the conscious decision to be like, okay, I hate you right now, but I love you enough to go through this, and we're gonna go through this fire, we're gonna go through this burning and shit, and we're gonna come out of this shit as gold as we can fucking be, and be happy about it when it's over with. Because you going through something, growing pains, or I might be going through something, growing pains, and we just gotta, you gotta be man enough or woman enough to stick with me and figure this shit out with me. Right. Be adult enough about the shit. See, and I I like what you said there because too many people give up so so easily damn quick. If you get one speed bump, you're like, oh, how big I'm, is the I'm speed out. bump though? I'm, it. I mean, why does it matter how big the speed bump is if you truly love somebody? If you really truly genuinely love somebody and you have decided that you're gonna be with that person through thick or thin, rich or poor, sickness and health, all that bullshit, them vows, it don't you can call those vows bullshit or whatever vows you mm-hmm. choose to make up. Even when people make up vows, they still saying the same shit that's summarized in the damn regular traditional vows. I am choosing to spend my life with you and I'm going to be with you through whatever the fuck you're going through. That's what a marriage is. Right. Yes, I am gonna be here you're to going help. through but not whatever you're putting on to me. Yeah. Because let's say that some woman or man, whichever side, gets with their someone, ass whooped by some man in a marriage. That's she, Okay, I'm not talking about that shit. Well, okay, that's, that's what I'm saying. I believe that when you're in that, what that means is that through thick and thin, not through damage. Yes, there's going to be some damage, but if a woman or a man just uh, habitually cheats and all this kind of shit... I think that that's not through thick and thin. That's called being stupid. And you have to okay. respect yourself enough sense. and love yourself enough to know that you don't deserve that. Okay, because you if go. you're in a relationship with someone and you've chosen to be married, I do believe that those are monogamous and those are a marriage is between two people. Right, absolutely. And this is us. And I have chosen to spend the rest of my life with you. So that means that with whatever you're going through, I'm going through. And whatever I'm going through, you're going through. And we're going to figure this shit out together because a marriage makes you one. Right. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't believe that people should just be running up and jumping to getting married. Right. But when you take those vows, whatever those vows may be, whoever you choose to take them in front of, I do believe that the two of you have began a union and you have began some uh, shit. It's a damn business. Marriage is a business. I don't mm-hmm. care what you yep. say. It is you, ha- you have chosen to embark on a journey with someone and it's not fair to them if you don't give your all and it's not fair to you if they don't give their all. Absolutely. So if if you're going through something, then I'm going through it with you, and I need to figure out what I can what I can do, and it's it's imperative for you to tell me how I can support you in going through this. Right. And it's 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 not fair for you to not be able to tell me. I get that you might be figuring out what you're going through at some point, but you need to figure that out, and then we need to come to some kind of conclusion on how we're going to get through it. Because you're not going through it alone. Because when you chose to be with me, you chose to take on everything with me. Right, absolutely. And I think that's the problem in marriages these days is that people go through stuff and they're not willing to talk about it and allow that person to help them through it. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Well, see, I think that I think that's the a, a downfall to all relationships, period. Yes. But I will tell you, just to kind of combat on what the last thing you said is that sometimes we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yes, I understand that. Like, fully, I mean, no, I'm 100%. talking about like, like I'm, you know, when That's it comes why I think therapy to, is important. No, absolutely. But I think that because there are times where 
I don't know what the hell I'm feeling, like especially with like uh, depression, things like that. There can be some things where I'm sitting there like, I don't know why the hell I feel like this. I don't know what's happening. But I think that what happens and what's the biggest detriment to relationships is that the other person isn't willing to find out, isn't willing to help you find out, isn't willing to spend some of their time on you as well. Because if I'm struggling and I have no idea why, and you're over there like, well, let me know when you find out. I don't mean you're saying that. I'm saying when the, when the other no, person I is No, I get right. what you're let saying. Let me know when you find but out. It's like, I, I don't know. Like, I need your help. The thing yeah. about that is, me as the other person, I could be saying, well, I know something is wrong, but I don't quite know how to approach you with knowing that something is wrong. And I probably know very well that you probably don't even know that something is wrong. And judging on your history, like you said before earlier, I might not want to come at you with that shit because you might not know how to handle that. But would you rather but I think that do that it wrong goes, and then face it? Or would you rather never do it? I would rather and then do it wrong face and then it. face it. See, me because too. I think that it goes back to being children and being shaped and molded by your parents yeah. properly when it mm-hmm. comes to dealing with relationships. You need to know how to communicate. And communicating is saying, hey, something is off. I don't feel right. You doing X, Y, and Z, and it's making me feel X, Y, and Z, and we need to figure out how to move past that. And if two of y'all can't move past that, then that's when you need to bring in a mediator. It's just that simple. Right? Yeah. No? No, I I, I mean, I it's, agree. again, it's that simple, yet it's that difficult because you have to come to grips with the fact that you might be fucking some shit up. Yeah. But if you love that person enough, yes, I fucked up. I'm sorry that I fucked up. Now we need to figure out how we can fix this fuck up. In a now, beating you your ass your is not a fuck away. up. No, that's no. not a fuck up at all. No. Beating your ass is we need to be separated. I mean... And being and, and beating your emotions ass is we need to be separated because I don't think you should stay around for emotional abuse or verbal abuse or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think that when when I say going through things, I mean like, you know, you at warfare in your own mind and you figuring, you know, you, you got problems at work or you got problems with friends or even problems with your spouse and you have never dealt with that specific type of problem before and you don't quite know how to get through that. It's all goes back to communication. I'm going through this. I don't know how to deal with it. I really don't know how I feel shit. I feel bad. That's right. that's the best way I can put it. Yeah. I think that the biggest, uh, another really big problem with communication, I think that there's some, uh, that communication is very hard to do, but then also when people do communicate, they let their pride get in the get way. Get in the way. Right. And I think that is horrible. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're in a relationship with supposedly the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, you need to put your damn pride you need the to way be the able fuck to let away. your guard right. down. Your pride, you should be the most, you should be able to cry, laugh, get mad, and, and say anything to this person. If you cannot, you're with the wrong fucking person. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this, that people are going to hate, especially women are going to hate this, because that's just, it's just, it's a misconception, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a uh, um, contradiction. What is it? Uh, I mean, yes, contradiction, but um, doesn't matter. Here we go. So, what upset? I heard this guy say this, and he was actually a, a it was a, it was a pastor that said this. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not a religious person, but I saw it on Facebook, and I thought it was really right, spot on. Was saying that women or men, it can go either way, should never give up trying, looks wise, ever. Uh, you got right. all what? you got yeah. all these people out here talking about. Oh, it's okay to be fat. I love my body, but 
you wonder why I don't want you anymore. Mm. You know, you're supposed to be like, you know, they all they always say that, you know, it doesn't matter if your wife gets big or if, or if your husband gets big and, you know, you have to want them anyways. Sorry. Fuck that shit. But exactly. I Go ahead. I was just going to say, because fuck that. Now, if you all of a sudden have some kind of illness, mm -hmm. maybe a thyroid issue, mm -hmm. that all of a sudden you just you blow up, or let's say that you get in a bad car accident, mm -hmm. or maybe some maybe right. you maybe you things develop beyond MS. your control. Right. Maybe you develop MS at thirty, which can happen. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and all of a sudden things not work. That's different. I'm talking about you just don't give a shit anymore. That's not okay. And then to be mad at me when I don't want you? Well, it's it's just that, though. It's it's like what I said earlier. You need to have enough respect for yourself to stay in that relationship. Right. So if it is that type of situation like what you're talking about, that means that you had you don't give a fuck about yourself anymore. So why should I? Exactly. I'm I'm not attracted to you because you're not attracted to you anymore. Or if you I don't give a shit about yourself, how much do you really exactly. care about the relationship? Right. You don't okay. care about me, and you yeah. you can't care about me because you don't give a fuck about yourself. What do you, you think might about that? Think that? Do you, you think do? that you can? Uh, what do I think about what? No, I was I was talking. Uh, to do him. you think that you can care about someone so much that you end up neglecting yourself though? Absolutely. Like, yes, I think and so it's much unhealthy. energy off into you. That's that now you're un you're now you're unattracted to me, but I'm giving you everything that I have. Yes, I think that happens when women have children all the time. Yep. They ah. they devote themselves to those kids mm -hmm. and they which forget about so their husband. Yeah. Which is complete and I hate I, and I'll argue with you to the damn cows come home whenever somebody says, Oh, you put your kids first, not your husband. And you're like It is Well I will say it's spirituality. A, I won't say God. No, you're it's right. Spirituality first, it's self. Then it's your spouse. Then it's the children. Absolutely. Yeah. Because... Or you say you, spirituality, self, and then home. There you go. Because okay. you can have a great balance between right. that. Exactly. Right. But because where people are wrong is like... I, I don't like the... I say the, the cultures, but the um, the mindsets of, oh, take care of everything else. Your, your, your last. happiness. Yeah, your last. Yeah. Fuck that. Because no. if you're not happy, no one else is no happy. No one Exactly. And what type of example... I always think about the kids when it comes to that what kind, kind of, of stuff. Example what example are you setting for your children? To Go do everything for everybody else and then worry about yourself last? Mm -hmm. Put your happy. Happy. No. no. There's a difference a between paying it forward and giving back to people and, and, and doing right by people and mankind. And taking care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself because taking care of yourself makes sure that you're healthy Absolutely. and you're together. Yes. If you're not healthy, then you can't do anything properly for anybody for else. For anyone else at all. And if you don't give a damn about yourself, if you don't have love for yourself and you don't take care of yourself, you really can't take care of anybody else. No. You might think that you can, but, but you're you not. No. You're doing yourself and that person a disservice. Absolutely. I think. No, I agree with that 100%. All the way across. All the way across. Yeah. And back to my point right before that, it's like there's a reason why I fell in love with you, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I fell in love with you. And I don't give a shit what anybody says in the whole fucking world. And I hate when people say this. Oh, it wasn't your looks. Die, you lying sack of shit. Attraction is. I don't walk up to some ugly chick and be like, I bet you got a great personality. <laughs> no one does that shit. But it can, hold on, it can happen. It can happen in group settings. No one walks up to the ugly person. Well, I, I have does? to disagree. Do Not you? necessarily walked up to, but may have been approached because I have several no, clients. No, absolutely. I have several clients, and it wasn't in a group setting type deal. I have several clients who have been, they are of a particular age, and mm -hmm. they have spent their life worrying about, okay, I need this type of person. 
He got to look like this. He got to have this. He got to be this. Blah, blah, blah. And most of it was the look type of thing. Like, I don't want nobody who's shorter than me. I don't want nobody who got a belly. I don't want nobody who got a gap. I don't want nobody who's buck teeth or cross-eyed or all of that bullshit. And it got to a point where it was like, okay. And I've had this conversation with some of them. Maybe you are looking for the wrong things in men. Because, you know, your soulmate might be that person that you just very well may not be physically attracted to in, in terms of the way they look. But you won't even give this person a chance because... They cross out or some shit. Put some glasses on and keep on going. But then does that turn into the fact, are they now settling? It's, I don't because think that it's settling. It, I think that it's, to, to an extent, I don't think it's settling. And to a, an extent, I think it can be you being superficial because you've created this person in your mind that probably doesn't even exist. Right. I, I don't know. Because, I mean, you put the time on it. Like, they're getting older. They're doing things like that. And now they're like, oh, okay, well. I'm just going to go ahead and go this way now. But I think that you can, you can see look at it saying. glass half full, glass half empty, right. and flip it any kind of way because it's just kind of like, you know, you created these standards, but are these standards even attainable for right. anybody? I do see what you're saying. You know, that that so maybe I misspoke, okay? I'm speaking from me. Okay. I'm speaking from from my mind, right? There's, because I've been fully in love with, I've had relationships where I've been a hundred percent in love and everyone around me is like, man, she like, she's pretty, but like you can do better. It's ah, like, yeah. It's like, ah, can I? Yeah. Because looks aren't everything. I'm about to say, right. can I do better because of the way, by the way she looks or can I do better by the way she treats me? Exactly. I think that's what's most important because when I've you're been in a relationship. Some, I've been with some twelves right. and they were the shittiest humans. Right. You know? And it's like, I want someone. So, but, also, I think that that's where my mind is. Like, I'm a, I'm a lover. My mom always taught me. She goes, you know, if follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Follow your heart. If your heart is drawn towards somebody, because there have been people that they're not drop-dead gorgeous, but it's like because of the way that you treat me or because of how I feel about you, you're, you're as perfect as I could possibly make you. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But what I'm talking about, and I'm sorry, I was my communication was off on there, which is probably part of the problem. But uh, with this thing is that if you come into a relationship and you really take care of yourself, mm-hmm. and I'm so attracted the way that you look, like, right. damn. And then all of a sudden you just decide not to give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you expect me to stick around and treat you the exact same way. You got another thing coming. You're wrong. Because You're wrong. again, you have given up on yourself, yep. which means that yep. you have given up on us. Right. So you can't, effectively be who you were when I met you. I met you and I fell in love with that person. It's one thing when we grow and evolve together. Right, right. And we both become better people as we grow. But when you decide that you want to shut down or stop or or regress, digress, however you want to put it, then I can't be a part of that because I'm not looking to go backwards. I'm trying to go forward. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be stagnant, uh, stuck. Or go backwards. I'm only moving forward and up. So that sounds like a love or a relationship that's based off of conditions. There are conditions to this. Hell like, yeah, some motherfucking conditions. Right, I just want to make sure we got we're to on grow the same page. and conquer. Yeah, but I'm talking about from especially from the look standpoint. Like, look, this is the conditions. You got to look like this. this no, is. not because again, anything can fucking happen. Right, you can come right, down with anything. Right. You can come in contact with anything, and anything can happen to the way that you look. But if it's some. Like he said, you just decided you don't give a fuck. You eating all goddamn day and you finna just blow the fuck up. Now, I'm going to bring it to your attention. Okay, Lana, look. You done. You're getting a little little plump around here. 
And I'm thinking it's because you you have given up in a few areas. Right. So how can we fix that? Like, yeah. I care about you, and I feel like you don't care about you right now. So yeah. how can we get you back to caring about you so we can be, you know, what we set out to be? Right. Because I don't think it's going to I mean, because no one's going to be 100% all the time. Shredded up all the time. No, the whole no, no, time. no, no, no. Like, I think we all will go through things. There'll they'll be time, there may be a year where you a little chunky. Yeah. yeah. But, but they're, that's okay. You know, because we may be just, we may go a couple months, we're like, you know what? F this meal prep shit. Let's just eat. Let's yeah, go on. Yeah, a, enjoying right. life, doing Let's things, traveling. Life, yeah. But it's whenever that two months turns into two weeks, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. two, two years, four years, and now all of a sudden, you've gone from enjoying life and being a little chunky or whatever to you you've just gained 75 pounds because you just don't give a shit a Mm full-on different lifestyle exactly now Mm -hmm. you are no longer the person that i fall in love with and people do not want to accept that as being okay and i see and even outside of the relationship i see a lot of these people that are unhealthy i'm gonna say that Mm -hmm. post that being unhealthy is okay Mm -hmm. coming from a fitness background too you know i was a personal trainer for I, I used to be 300 pounds. Big old dude. Oh, I was fat as hell. Nobody gives a damn that either one of you are personal trainers because I have yet to get any personal training. You have an ass, and I don't like to help <laughs> oh, people that just are full of shit. By the way. Bullshit. <laughs> I choose who I work with now, motherfucker. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> but no, but I see, because I've got some people on my Facebook that I go through, and they're they're obese. Mm-hmm. They're big. But, and they always put this, oh, self-love. And I'm like, that's bullshit. You don't love yourself when you're fucking killing yourself. Yeah. I think that is the biggest and dumbest thing ever. Another thing is like talking about, you know, all these, you know, these big girls like being bigger, bigger, you know, better than how I used to be when I was skinny. Okay, cool. But that doesn't make it to you. That doesn't make it okay for you to be unhealthy. Why should I accept you at unhealthy? I'm going to tell you that you're too damn big. You're yeah. obese. You will have heart failure. You will have heart disease. You will die. They don't see that. They don't no, see the inward I think workings that they, of that. No, they do. But they're too fucking lazy to do anything about it that they're going to grasp onto anything that fits their mindset in the easy way. Uh, it gives them comfort. It gives them so comfort. So they operate in it. So, yeah, it, okay. it's anything to not have to deal with the fact that you actually are unhappy. Right. Exactly. Because if you weren't, if you were hundred percent happy with the way that you were, you wouldn't be posting that that shit. Nah. If you have to, and everyone's like, "Oh, succeed in silence." I'm moving in silence. If you have to say that you're moving in silence, then you, you're not fucking moving in silence. No, not at all. You're telling I me. I, I have such a love hate relationship with all that shit, and it's more hate than it is love. Man, it's all hate for me. I hate the fact You'll that never people see post anything. that kind of shit. Man, I'm succeeding and striving in silence. No, you're not. Shut up. Just hush. Stop posting your shit on Facebook every two seconds. That's like a temperature That's check. attention. They need that Bro. attention. It's like, hey, I'm going to let y'all know oh. to still be on the lookout, but don't be looking out. But be on the lookout. Don't be in yeah. my business, but here's my business. But here but is my is. business. Yes. Get out of my business. Yeah. Get the fucking hell. That's just wild. That's how it goes, though. Well, this has now been three episodes, so... Uh... <laughs> has it been three? I think it's only been two. No. <laughs> the length of three is what I'm saying. Is it? I mean, this one's been an hour already. Oh, uh, well, that concludes today's episode. <laughs> um, it's been great discussing this with you all. I feel like we could go on longer with this. Absolutely. But, um... It's going to be a 12-parter. It could potentially be, and See, maybe this will be... I want to get people that aren't... 
my, I'm telling. I've been telling you this from the beginning. I want to get people that are not on our damn side. Those people never want to face us. Of course they don't, because we will shut them down. They never want to come in and have a full and on. have the conversation uh, and respectfully have the conversation, but be able to stay where they are. I think people just don't like to argue with me because I can go all day. But long. you know what I also think it is? I think they have a fear of accepting that they believe that we what exactly what we believe, but mm-hmm. then that changes their whole life mm-hmm. right. or and they, their whole style. Or they yeah. really believe it and they're just trying to be combative. They're fronting. And they know that if you end up in a face-to-face conversation with someone with this, you ain't going to be able to stand that long with the bullshit you talking. Well, and I also think that people are so full of talk Mm-hmm. And let and no action. Right. Mm-hmm. That whenever you ask them to take action, they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm not gonna do that." Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Why? definitely down to play devil's advocate. If y'all want to have some conversations, well, I I'll mean, sit on the other well, side. I, well, I mean, but yeah, I'm sure but we won't agree can, on everything. I, I, yeah, but I mean, I don't agree on everything that Michael says, but generally, mm-hmm. we're on the same damn page. It's very yeah. rare. Yeah, it's very rare that we ever disagree on really much, honestly. I mean, there may be little tidbits because we're never going to be 100% in line. But, I mean, everything we talked about today, we were all on the same damn page. Like, I wanted to be a heated debate. Right. I mean, it was already heated today because we were angry at these fictional people, (laughs) these fictional relationships or other people's problems, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the passion stuff came from the emotional side of what we've had to deal with anyways and what we're going through or whatever. But... I want to talk to somebody who just 100% fucking disagrees. Right. I really want that, that thinks that, you know, that, you know what, if I get fat, he should still love me. No. I want to talk to that person. Right. I really do. Because I think that people will talk and write about it, but when they have to be face-to-face with people, they can't do it. Skirt. I always welcome anyone with an opposing opinion. Always. The door is always open. The floor is always yours Yep, to come and argue, not argue, debate. The, yeah, discuss peacefully. Debate and discuss in an adult, uh, adult-like manner. Take the emotion out of it. No, keep the emotion. Keep the emotion. I need you to have your emotion because that helps you from your standpoint. Right, okay. But be an adult about your emotions. If you can't handle your emotions like an adult, then don't. Don't bring it here. Absolutely. Um, I think that's very important. Keep your emotion because your emotion is what's going to make the episode. That's what's going to make the conversation. Right. You know, that's what's going to make your point of view is your emotion and where you stand from. But don't, if you can't handle your emotions and um, I have a hard time with the term agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. I disagree and I disagree. Shit. Right. Um, <laughs> but I respect where you stand from. And I think that's the problem I have with a lot of people when when I go back and forth with them because I start a lot of shit on Facebook. Right. A lot. And the problem is that people get emotional in the wrong way. You, you're emotional about some shit that don't really have nothing to do with you. You stand where you stand. I stand where I stand. This is my opinion. My bills are still paid. I hope that yours are still paid. Your opinions don't pay my bills. My opinions don't pay your bills. Right. But I disagree with what you're saying, and this is why I disagree. Now, why do you disagree? See, you got to bring that to Twitter. I just followed you on Twitter. I want to see you below. I haven't been on Twitter in a long time. That's where the only I thing have. I put on Twitter is stuff from Instagram. That's what I saw. That I have moved to Twitter. I, I like I check my Instagram. I check. I haven't checked my Facebook in like a week. The problem with Twitter is that I got way too free on Twitter. Like Twitter used to be worse than I was on this show, and like. That's what it's for. The problem is, like, when I hit it, 
mm-hmm. and I become famous, they're going to do the same shit to they gonna me dig up. that they did to Kevin Hart and all the motherfuckers. They're going to go all the way back. You gonna have the people all the way back to some tweets that I had when I was in high school because uh, I used to or get on your a... podcast that never goes away. I'm telling See, you, I'm uh, telling you, those tweets have more incriminating things t- than this podcast. That's that, that, that's that cancel culture, though. Like you still gonna have the people that rock with you regardless because they know. Oh, you. I know that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I have I, a, I, a solid, thus far, a solid. Whatever little couple of five fans I got, they solid. Yeah, absolutely. And they that five will turn to ten. Yeah. And then I tell them you can't cancel me. Oh, it's anything. it's plenty of them that yeah. rides right now that won't let it happen. All I gotta do is tag them and it's over with. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, and most of the time I don't even have to tag them because they be sitting there ready on watch to see when I'm commenting they, on. They something. probably got the post notifications. They got on. the notifications on and they <laughs> stay ready to you know combat. They stay ready for combat. So I'm not concerned about that kind of stuff. It's just Twitter is. Sometimes I go down the rabbit hole, and with Twitter, it, I've, I I created my Twitter so that I could just give my random thoughts. Right. And it got real bad at one point, so I had to kind of just scale back, so that's why I don't, I don't fuck with Twitter that. no more. That's, well, that's all right. And it's then okay. sometimes, yeah. I, I feel like sometimes my thoughts don't even need to be shared, because they be so random and out mm. of there, it's just kind of like, save it for yourself. Just write it down in your journal. Or something. And then keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I think this has been a good show, Mike. Is that he's I really he's do. inviting us to get off the air? So no, I was, what I was going to say was I think he should give us, uh, you know, his because he 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 writes and his blog. Oh yes, give us all, all right, your so, information. Yeah, give us information. My, okay, so my blog is clarificationofi.blogspot.com. All right, I just started writing again. I posted something the other day, something light and sweet. Um, I just typed up something, a prompt. I'll probably put it on there tonight. Um, after I get it edited and everything, because I'm trying to transition over into that magazine article writing and getting off into the media. Um, I do have a Twitter. I'm a little bit more free on my Twitter, definitely. Um, it's J underscore Malachi with two eyes on the end. You can find me on there. I'm not too wild, but I'm definitely more free. And you can find me on Instagram, J underscore Malachi with two eyes as well. And uh, Facebook, I really don't get on Facebook, so there's no point in trying to reach out on that. Mm. That's it. Dope stuff. Well, you guys go follow his information that he just gave. Um, Chat it up with me, too. Michael Rose on everything. M-Y-K-E-L-R-O-S-E. Follow that dude. Yeah. Rose on everything. The Michael Rose. Just type in M-Y-K-E-L. It'll pop up, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure we have a mutual friend. If we don't, then don't add me. Because what in the one mutual friend do you want? Mm. <laughs> Is that weird? Have y'all got any friend requests from, like, People you got one friend with? Those fake profiles with the, the big booty girls. And I'll be like, man. And then no, not the those. Part. I'm talking about the ones that you literally legit have like one real friend. Like, yeah, and then my first question is, what do you want? Like, what do you want? And like, I delete it. What did you see that made you decide? I've, I've stopped accepting people on Facebook. Oh, he's gotten, he's exceeded Have you hit the limit? No, I just don't care. <laughs> it's like if, if you haven't, if I've been on Facebook for 10 years and you just found me, I don't need to know you. What yeah. if it's a new person? <laughs> if it's a new person? In your life. Uh, if it's a new person in my life, then I'm like, uh, do I really want you to know a new person about my life? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> selective. You got to be selective, though. You got to be selective. Yeah, you got to be, man. I guess. Well, I'm done talking to you people today. I'm pretty sure we're over budget at this point. So goodbye. Good night. Or good morning, whatever the fuck time you decided to listen to this shit because it's worldwide and it's 24-7. So you can always catch us on the air, on iTunes, on Spotify, and maybe sometimes on YouTube if anybody in the department is feeling like uploading a goddamn video. There's that. Come back and see us next week. 